The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter, Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, start your engines. And good evening, America, and thank you very much. This is our race season on the Race Chatter station right here at WNRI, smoking 99.9 FM and One Socket, Rhode Island, broadcasting 14 different ways around the world. And we have a special guest calling in, our first one of the night for the season, uh, three consecutive years, the hottest driver in Florida on Speedweeks, Derek Griffith. With that fantastic ARCA run and the Super Late Model races all held down to Florida. And as you know, Stage 3 of the Daytona is on right now because the second time since 2012, they had some rain in sunny Florida yesterday. So they only got 20 laps in yesterday. They're resuming it right now. I have it on the set. And the second segment was won by last year's winner of the Daytona 500, number 11, Denny Hamlin, in that hot rod Toyota FedEx car. Can he make it two years in a row? I'm going to watch it with you, too. And the first part of our show, after I introduce another one of our guests tonight. Well, as you know, it's school vacation. And one of our grandsons... Uh, Graham Barber, we've had a lot of fun over at Thompson and Seekonk the last couple of years, and he loves this thing called drift racing. How are you tonight, Graham? Can you get a little bit closer to the microphone? How are you tonight? Okay. And you think you're, uh, let me see, I'll make this adjustment right here now, and I know your mom, Lori, will be listening right now and your dad. Are you going to uh, go up to Thompson Speedway in March for the first race of the year in drifting? You think you're going to do it, huh? I think you will, too. I'll probably bring you over there because I kind of enjoy that, too. Now, also, while we're doing that, I'm going to give you the very first commercial of the 2020 season and our eighth season brought to you by Seekonk Speedway. And their lineup has them starting this year on Sunday, May 3rd, for opening day. And then they resume the Saturday night schedule for the remainder of the season. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Tonight's episode brought to you by Seekonk Speedway, the action track of the East in Seekonk, Massachusetts, conveniently located on Route 6, just off Route 195. Yes, celebrating 70 years of a family operation of New England's finest NASCAR short track racing. Every Friday night with four rookie divisions and Saturdays with street stocks, sports trucks, late models, and the premier division, Pro Sock Division. Family-friendly and affordable concession stands and a unique feature of the race winners entering the stands for an autograph or an iPad or phone photo op. Meet and greet on the track during the season. Seekonk Speedway, the action track of the East, every weekend starting in May through October every year. Check out SeekonkSpeedway.com or on Facebook. 
when we resume our regular schedule for the race chatter on Monday nights or maybe a new time slot this year, we'll be handing out free passes to Seacon Speedway again going into our eighth year, and we really enjoy the contests that we have. Uh, we also have a great book for dads, grads, and grandmas. Are you looking for a good fireplace read? has over a thousand race car names in there, all from New England. Please consider my book. New England's Golden Years of Racing, Their History and a Glimpse into the Future. This new book fuels appreciation for female races and New England racetracks. Local radio host of the Race Chatter offers an inside look into short track racing in New England. This book is available at Coastal181.com, a special place at 719 Front Street, Barrington Books, all locations, Book Lovers Gourmet, 55 Main Street, Webster, Mass, WordAssociation.com, Debbie's Breakfast Place at 804 Park Avenue, Pourings and Passages at 183 Main Street, Danielson, The Aquatic Country Store, Harvest Moon Health Foods, and Belu's Flowers and Gift Shop, also available at all Little General stores. Thank you for purchasing the book. And if you stop by the station, I'll gladly sign your copy. Little General Stores has one in your neighborhood since 1970. Seven great locations, local taxpayers also. Money orders, gift cards. Most locations have a propane exchange and a proud sponsor of Recipe for a Good Day. Every Wednesday at 4 o'clock, right here on Smokin' 99.9 FM, WNRI. Chef Gary McLaughlin and Jeff Gamage will come up with a menu for you every Wednesday, and also the free contest for gift certificates to Little General Stores. There's one in your neighborhood. AuthorsHourBookstore.com New and slightly read books. If you heard our author interview on our Author's Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closed-out book. Again, it's the new AuthorsHourBookstore.com. We've got some results here for you, too, from the 42nd Annual Bush Clash at Daytona on Sunday, February 9th. Uh, Eric Jones of that Toyota stable with Gibbs Racing in the Hot Rod number 20 comes away with the win on that on the 88 extended race lap on that. Austin Dillon driving the famous number three from Dale Hernot, uh from Childress Racing, second in that, and Clint Boyer. He's also looking for his first Daytona win. He's been at this game a long time. He drives to Tony Stewart in that hot rod number 14. Kyle Lawson with a growing legion of fans. I think he was the busiest driver. He ran 20 races in the off season, and he won 10 out of 20 from Australia to Florida and everything else in between. He's the ultimate race car driver right now. He can drive anything. Ryan Newman finished fifth in that race, driving the Ford back with Roush in number six. And uh, also, sad news, they announced that they will be splitting. Ryan Newman and his wife are going to be uh, uh, unconcerned. 
you know, uh, differences between the two of them, they're going to call it after 16 years. Denny Hamlin, who won the segment two today, finished sixth in that particular race. Only 18 cars got in that field on the qualifying process they had. And Kyle Busch, Rowdy Bush, still looking for his first Daytona win, was involved in one of the big crashes. Thompson Speedway opens up the year on April 3rd and April 4th with their annual Thompson Speedway Icebreaker. And then they switch off. The next race will be June, uh, June 3rd, with five divisions of racing, $18 fee on that. Uh, there's been a reduction up at Thompson, down to six races this year. Three of the six will have the Whalen Modifieds. Uh, me and Graham will be over there today. You want to go see the races again over at Thompson? Sure. I guess I take that as a good. He's got a big smile on his face saying, Grandma, you are, Grandpa, you are crazy. You talk so fast. Uh, another one we got is, uh, do you have a Roush Mustang or a high-performance F-150 or an F-250? Maybe you want a new chip for it? We got a Ford high-performance specialist right in Pasco, Rhode Island. DMB Performance. Please enjoy. You know, there's a lot of repair garages in Northern Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high-performance specialist, too, that sponsors with our show, been with us since day one, and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. Big DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B onto Route 44, then at the lights in Chipachet, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Burrowville. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State inspection. They do a real bang up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work, and fuel injection. All mechanics are ASE certified and auto advanced level specialists in engine performance. They specialize in Ford high performance and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of pots. Engine rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Tasca Ford race program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local taxpayers. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call 401-710-9800 and that's Dawn and customer service, one of the best in the business at DMB Performance and Automotive Repair, 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. It's kind of unique how Bob and Dawn run their business up there. Uh, they've asked their certified ASC certified mechanics on how they wanted to work their work week. And they decided on going Monday through Thursday with like a 10-hour day and then have Fridays off. It really works out, too. Uh, you know, they have a nice three-day weekend. And also when it gets real hot in the summer and you're working on those hot engines or hot exhaust systems, it's nice to have that little break on the weekends. I think right now we have our very first uh, phone call of the night on our special order. And I'd like to thank Jay off tonight for doing the IT work in the office. And, Graham, are you ready to listen and talk to a race driver? Yes. Right now? His name is Derek Griffith, 
you might have met him up with me up at Thompson Speedway when they come in with the super late models or the Act Series or the Granite State Pro Stocks. He's a former champion in that. And I know from watching and reading every day, he was the hottest driver in Florida all last week, every day, and was crowned champion of Speed Weeks in Florida. Let me get him on the line right now, and let's see if he's still partying. Good morning, Derek. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I shouldn't have said good morning. It depends on what state you're in. Are you still partying down in Florida, or are you back in New England? Oh, no. We made it back to New Hampshire. We drove right through, uh, got in around 5 o'clock this morning. Oh, so you didn't use Donald's jet? <laughs> I wish I could have. <laughs> you should be. You're royalty up here right now. You and Ryan Priest are doing New England proud. Yeah, it was cool. I got to see him down there, and uh, we I know him uh, pretty well. But, yeah, it's, uh, it was cool to have all New England rooting for us. There were some nice pictures of you and Ryan down there on Facebook. Uh, I got to let you know, in Rhode Island now, we have the casino and the gambling over in Lincoln, Rhode Island, like a lot of states do. And there was actually a gambling line on NASCAR, and Ryan Priest was seven fifty to one for a one dollar bet. Wouldn't it be something if he pulled it off? Oh yeah, that'd be pretty incredible. I mean, it'd be hard not to uh, throw that wild card bet in there just to, you know, as a as a wild card, really. Well, he did have a very good finish at Talladega in that uh, crash filled race. That's a lot of strategy on those super speedways, as you know. Okay, now enough about Ryan Priest. This is a Derek Griffith show. And I've been telling people, you know, for years, I've had you on this show three times. And I'm pretty sure my uh, guest host tonight, one of my grandsons, uh, Graham Barber, he goes to Turtle Lot High School, uh, Turtle Lot School over in Thompson, Connecticut. Uh, do you remember a driver in number 12 over there, Graham? Yeah. I bet you he met you in the pits with me or out somewhere up there. He likes to go up there. He likes to drift racing and stuff like that now. That's a rage in the country. Let's get to your big, big weekend. The 2020 World Series of Asphalt Super Late Model Champion. This has got to be the biggest highlight of your career. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been going down there for... For you know, quite quite some time, and just kind of ceased to have any luck down there, and it just you know we we just kind of got run over every time we were down there with you know, either bad luck or circumstantial issues or you know um, you know mechanical failures, you know you name it, we've had it down there at Speed Weeks, and you know to finally have a good you know good week down there and um, to, to have a real real solid finish just about every single night other than one night and. Um, you know, even, uh, you know, I got a chance to drive the ARCA car as well. We finished second in that. So, I mean, to, to finish top, you know, top five just about all week besides one night is just unbelievable. It's, consistency was just uh, on par for sure. And as far as the owners and the pit crews are concerned, and you got the car back home in one piece too. Yep. Yeah. We don't really have too much to do. We got some small body repairs to get done and, uh, that's really it. I mean, there's no broken pieces. Um, you know, it's our big motor car. We've got a few seasons on that motor, so we're going to uh, focus on kind of freshening that thing up and, you know, getting it ready to go for uh, whatever we have planned next for it. But it's going to be a pretty good season for sure. Now, I got that down as a half-mile asphalt track. Is that correct? 
Correct. Yeah, it's like just just under half mile, but it's uh, you know comparable to Thompson. Yeah, I figured it on that. How about the banking down there? Was there much banking? Yep. Yeah, there's quite a bit of banking. Uh, turn three and four seems to have a little bit more than one and two. And the shape of the racetrack is uh, it's kind of like a sort of like a hairpin style, you know, uh, paperclip like Thompson. But the corners are a little bit more drug out, um, and you have a little bit more banking. And the bottom of the racetrack is just favorable, you know, um, as compared to the top side where where Thompson would be. But uh, it's it's pretty it's relatively close. Now the big difference from years past. Was it a brand new car, a brand new motor? What do you attribute to it without giving it all away? Um, so the car is, we had another Fury car built for the Snowball Derby um, that we ran in December. And then we came down and ran the Red Eye uh, 50 lapper down here. Um, and that was around like the 3rd of January. And uh, so the car wasn't quite brand new, but it was, you know, had a few races on it. Um, but it is, you know, identical setup as what, where we ran last year and won the Orange Blossom 100 at the end of, the, of last year. And, you know, just not really too much in, in particular that we can attribute to the success other than, you know, just finally not having some bad luck. I mean, we were kind of, uh, every race night we were just, you know, we didn't change too much from day to day and we kind of just stuck with what we knew. And, uh, I mean, it paid off really well. Now, I'm looking at the field on that. It looks like 23 cars were in that ARCA race, and the race was actually won by a 16-year-old, and you led 144 laps of the 200-lap 200, uh, 200 race? It was uh, 175 laps. 175 laps, and you led 144 of them. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, an amazing car. Uh, Chad Bryan, that whole team... You know, Paul Andrews, a crew chief, and um, they, the team just did an amazing job with that car, and I got so lucky to, to get in it the way I did. And um, it, we, uh, it was mandatory to take uh, at least one pit stop, and, you know, um, during the pit stop, you can change tires, you know, fuel, whatever, and I actually led all 144 laps on the same set of tires. And um, if there wasn't a mandatory pit stop, we probably would not have pitted, but we pitted with those, you know, few laps to go. And um, had to start, you know, tail of the field, even though I, I had lapped quite a bit of the field. But due to a, a pit road penalty, they sent us to the rear. And then there was a big red flag. So we kind of lost around 10 laps um, of the race due to some yellow flag laps counting. And, you know, just really cut my uh, the end of the race to shoot out there to, to next to nothing. So we uh, caught Sam at the end of that, lap, you know, 10-lap run or whatever. And it just didn't have enough to get to him. Okay, now, you had a super late model win, second in the Aqua race, four second place finishes in the super late model, a fourth and a seventh, and you got the car home in one piece and heading home. What a week in Florida. Now, the Aqua race, I notice again, 23 cars in that, predominantly Toyotas first, uh, a few Fords, and very few Chevrolets. It looks like Toyota's got a lot of money in that division. Yeah, Toyota seems to just be a, a huge uh, driving factor to a lot of, especially these young guys and uh, teams that um, are, you know, kind of a little bit more well-funded than 
um, you know, the, the smaller teams, and we've always ran Chevy. We've, we've kind of had a Toyota Camry uh, body on one of our older cars just due to, um, you know, what, what we had at the time. And um, But, you know, Toyota's been just such a huge, huge sponsor to, to um, you know, the circle track in a whole, not even just, you know, super late models or anything like that, but, you know, like the Arca deal and, um, you know, tons and tons of other stuff. So it's, uh, we unfortunately don't have that help, but uh, so we'll run the Chevy for, you know, because we prefer, that's, you know, that's what we prefer. Now, before you left Florida, the next on the schedule for that Arca division would be Five Flags Speedway over in Pensacola 200 on March 14th. Uh, do you have a guaranteed seat for that, or are you waiting for the phone to ring? Uh, we're waiting for now. Um, you know, Chad Bryant, the owner, really wants us to do something. It's just, you know, the funding is unfortunately just not there right now. And uh, unless we get some help, some sponsors that are willing to hop on board and, and you know, they want to see me in that car again, then, you know, unfortunately, most likely won't happen. So this week we're going to kind of hound some uh, friends and, uh, hound some companies here to see if they'd be willing, you know, after we had a really, really good outing last time. And, you know, Pensacola is a track that I had some seat time at. So uh, I think it's a, we'd have a good shot at running pretty well again. And, uh, you know, I, I think we could do pretty, I think we can do really well in that ARCA series. And it's just, you know, a matter of getting the funding. And what what kind really of funding are you talk, uh, talking, Derek? What, it, what does it cost to fund one of these cars for just one race in the ARCA to be competitive? Do you have an estimate? They're all over the place, you know, anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars per race. But it's just, you know, it's so tough because unfortunately, that's uh, that's a lot of money for someone that races, you know, real uh, short track, circle track stuff. And we can get we can go a long way for something like that normally, and just uh, you know, just so difficult to get that sort of funding with, um, you know, with without some sort of in somewhere or anything like that so we're uh, like i said we're hounding on some people we'll hopefully get some help and you know i I'd, I'd love to run that car that thing was so good and you know working with paul andrews and chad was just an honor and uh i think uh, hopefully we can figure something out you think you might be able to get a better chance of raising that type of sponsorship for the last race of the eight race uh schedule up at loudon new hampshire september 12th you think you'd have a better shot at raising the sponsors that's definitely a good possibility. We have a lot of uh, friends and family up here. You know, at least um, you can justify uh, some of the sponsors, some of the companies up here to to do something uh, for that race because they can go and watch it. You know, it's an hour drive from you know where they live or anything like that. But it's uh, it's all up in the air right now. We're kind of playing it by ear, taking it day by day, and we're uh, if we do you know stumble across anything, it, believe me, I think it'll be announced as soon as possible because we. Uh, we definitely want to be able to let everyone know we're running and, you know, if we can run and all that because we're, uh, we're just so excited to be a part of that. Now, at Loudon, you have a lot of laps under your belt up there too, right? Yep, yeah, we've run three or four, uh, like, pro stock or super late model style races there and uh, we did a test day for uh, McCreary Tire as well. So we ran around, uh, you know, about a, I'd say probably about 50 to 80 laps um that day as well so quite a few laps there i think i'd be pretty comfortable on one of those uh, arca cars graham do you have any questions for Derek griffith are you concerned uh, uh how about his seat the safety seats you uh, jumped into this uh toyota uh, no a ford for 
for the uh, race that you just got in. Uh, did they have to make a custom racing seat for you to fit you? So when I hopped in that, that car, um, I was lucky enough where uh, Ty Majeski actually ran it last. And, you know, we're pretty similar in size. I'm, I'm quite a bit taller than him, but um, not by a ton. So they had a they had a foam insert that goes into the car, uh, into the seat that's in the car. And um, it actually ended up uh, fitting me, you know, almost exact. So, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it, it was a pretty, pretty good fit. I didn't have to move anything. Uh, or change anything i mean i kind of literally hopped in and that was all we needed to do so it was pretty cool to have something like just work like that so you lucked out on that okay let's go through the 2020 season are you going to be uh super late model uh grand estate pro stocks what do you got on your plate uh we don't have like a dead set schedule as of yet um as of now you know, we're definitely going to be at the Easter Bunny at Hickory Motor Speedway in North Carolina. We're definitely going to be at Loudoun with uh, Pass. <clears throat> but uh, we don't have a, a 100% schedule set up. We're going to bounce around and try to run some bigger races. You know, we're kind of looking at some other things like the All-American 400, the Winchester 400, you know, maybe that Stafford race going on, the Pro Late race, um, you know, some Granite State stuff, some Pass stuff some open stuff you know we're, we're going to be bouncing around kind of uh picking and choosing where we want to go we kind of want to chase some big some of these bigger races and uh have some fun this year you know we kind of got a little not stressed out last year but you ended up points racing and you know kind of dealing with that and i, I don't think we're really going to be too too worried about something like that this year we got an email from wayne w1 ride yahoo.com from gail from bonstable massachusetts down in cape cod and she says could you ask your desk our guest, uh, can we expect to see you at that $10,000 race at Seacock Speedway? If they have it, I would love to do it. Um, I, I do not believe they had that race last year, and um, I haven't heard too much of talks of them doing it again. Um, last I heard, you know, it was, I don't know if it was going to be at Seacock or, you know, another speedway, but um, I haven't heard any talks about it, and you know, I love that race. You know, we won that race uh, my second time at it, and I would love to go back. And you know, I, Seaconk is a is a, tra- is a track that I really enjoy racing at. And uh, you know, so if they have it, you know, I definitely you can definitely mark us down as being interested in going. So it just depends on the schedule uh, more than anything. Another one that comes up to me is uh, you could actually call your home track Hudson International Speedway. And uh, you've got a great relationship up there with Ben with all those changes going on. And now a NASCAR approved track, too. Uh, can we expect to see you in the Grand Estate Pro Stock race at uh, that particular speedway on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, so we're, we're most likely going to be at the Grand Estate race. And uh, actually, Pass has a race there, I think May 3rd, um, at Hudson Speedway as well. So. Uh, either way, we're going to be there, you know, one car, you know, one series or another, and uh, I can't wait. I mean, I, I, Hudson Speedway has such a special place in my heart, and, uh, you know, Ben um, has helped out tremendously uh, with us the last few months, and, um, you know, I got the Hudson Speedway on the front of my new Simpson race suit, and it's so cool to be, uh, you know, have some support from home. It, it just meant a lot. Okay, do you have any room left on your past uh, super late model car for any more decals for new sponsors if you got a sponsor wanted uh, plea to get out there 
Uh, what was that, Wayne? Sorry. You uh, you're still looking for some sponsors to run the uh, Super Late model, or is that covered for the year? Um, we always have space um, for, you know, on the car, whether it be uh, small or big, we're always willing to work with people. Um, we've had people donate, you know, um, you know, sponsors small as like $100 to, you know, 10000 plus for, you know, parts like the hood and all that. Um, you know, there's always space. We have a couple cars that we run at a couple different places. So, you know, if anyone's real interested, we'd, uh, we'd love to figure something out, you know. And last of all, Derek, who would you like to make a big, big thank you to for making this all possible? Definitely the Mitchellitas family for sure. I mean, Louie and Dolly are just such a huge part of this whole entire deal. Um, I wouldn't be uh, past mini stocks if it wouldn't have been for them. So uh, I'm lucky that we uh, we kind of ran into them the way we did when, when we did. And uh, that, that just, you know, means a lot to be, uh, have so much help from them. Um, I'd like to thank my father for sure for, you know, helping me do this and, you know, kind of funding this whole deal since it started. It's just uh, unbelievable. I get to live my dream doing, you know, driving race cars and traveling around the country and other countries and just so cool. Um, and then I'd like to thank my girlfriend, Emily, for putting up with it and helping out a ton. Um, my sister, uh, Jeremy, uh, the, the list could go on and on. The ProVenture family has just been such a huge sponsor of mine since day one. Um, Lindsay Ellison is, you know, helps out with PR a ton. Uh, Kingsville Motors, uh, the list could go on and on. But you know, it's just uh, I'm really lucky to be in a position I'm in, and it just means a lot to have uh, as much support as we already do. Now I know what's going on in my grandson's mind right now. He's wondering how can I get on your Facebook page or your Twitter page. Or, Grandpa, how can you get me a T-shirt with Derek Griffin's name and number on it? How is that possible? <laughs> if you head to Derek Griffith Motorsports on Facebook, um, there should be a ton of information on there. Links you to our website and all that. And on Twitter, it's just at Derek Griffith12. Um, and if you guys are looking for any sort of T-shirts or anything like that, it's uh, you know you can direct message us on Facebook and we'll get them sent out. We just got the new batch of shirts in. Uh, and, and we already sold like over half of them down in, in speed week. So um, we'll have to get some more ordered, but we'll have, and then we'll also carry them at the racetrack too. So if you see us at the racetrack in the pits or anything like that, don't be afraid to spin on it and uh, get yourself a shirt for and sure. And you have the children's sizes too? Uh, we do have um, uh, some like larger children's sizes. Okay. Um, we, like I said, we have to do another order where uh, we get some different sizes. You know, a lot of the, Crew members are 2X, so they uh, they seem to be the most popular shirt that we get ordered. Any questions, Graham? You're talking to a professional race car driver right now. You want to know how Derek started in racing? How did he start? Sure. That'd be a good question. How did you start, Derek? Driving go-karts? Uh, I was uh, 12 years old, and I... You know, been at the racetrack a lot, uh, watched my father race, and we, uh, I decided I didn't want to play football anymore or anything like that, and I wanted to go racing, so my dad bought me a $600 Volkswagen Golf, uh, GTI, and we ran at Hudson Speedway, so that's kind of how it all spiraled out of control from there. We, uh, moved up, you know, a few divisions, uh, year after year, and then finally Louis had to drive his, uh, super late model in 2000. 12 or 13, I want to say, 
and um, you know, and then now here we are. It's been uh, seven years since then, and it's crazy to think that that was so long ago. I got an email from Scott right here from uh, uh, New London, Connecticut, and he says, "Wayne, could you please ask your guest has he ever been in a major accident where you got injured?" Uh, what was that? It's, it's hard to hear you. Have you bit. been in a major car wreck where you got injured, bracing? Um, nothing more than bruises and scrapes. Uh, you know, it's with the safety equipment nowadays, it's, you know, pretty rare for people to be injured. Um, you know, you do have freak accidents where, you know, people get burned. Uh, some people get hurt, you know, where their feet kind of get crushed and all that stuff. But I've been lucky enough where... Um, you know, knock on wood, that we haven't had any sort of issues other than some bruise, you know, maybe uh, hit my head a little bit and kind of be, you know, a little busy. But other than that, nothing crazy. Graham, did you have a question? How much horsepower does the NASCAR make? So uh, when we run down in uh, New Smyrna Beach at the NASCAR division, the Super Late Model division, it's right around 635 horsepower. Wow, that's a whole lot of power. <laughs> He's got a big smile on his face because he likes to go over the tops and to talk to the drivers, too. So we got some information <laughs> done here. Derek, I want to thank you very much. Congratulations again on the greatest week of your life so far in racing. And you're such a young man. You just uh, It's all uphill. I'll tell you, you've got one hell of a future. If we get any sponsors anywhere in the world listen to the show tonight, on 14 different outlets, uh, worldwide live stream. Uh, this is the guy you want to put your sticker on because he'll pay it back tenfold. And he uh, gives you everything he's got. I've seen him on all different race surfaces in New England, and I've never seen him dog it. He is there to win every single time out. Derek Griffin, I want to thank you very much. And, uh, Graham, you did a good job on your first interview. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, got Derek. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Okay. I appreciate it. That concludes our first interview of the night, and I'm glad three years in a row. You know, Hopkins Brothers was down at uh, Florida Raw Week because Shane Hopkins and Herbie you run Hopkins Auto Repair on Hill Road in Harrisville. And Shane, in the offseason, acquired Northeast Race Car Parts from Brad LaFontaine with the trailers that go right to the tracks. So him and Raylene got in the trailers, got them all relabeled, and went down to Florida for the week. They are back now, and you'll see them at a local tracks or five days a week at Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. He's got the credentials. He knows every driver in the circuit. He knows what parts wear out and what don't because he's hands-on in it. And he's also a former 2010 National Champion Crew Chief. He's got the parts and the know-how. At Hopkins Brothers. Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at Six Hill Road, Harrisville, Rhode Island, 401 568 4463. Conveniently located in the center of Boroughville, Rhode Island, a quarter of a mile up from the Callahan School. Complete auto repair facility with the latest diagnostic equipment to get the job repaired the very first time. Their goal is no comebacks. From scheduled maintenance oil changes to a motor swap, no job is too big or too small for Shane, Herbie, or Jody Vecina. What a wrench he is. Exhaust work a specialty, front end repairs to the very best brake job in town. They're open Monday through Friday, parking right at the door, and next time you hear a 
funny noise under the hood or a sudden light appears on your dashboard. My grandkids, Mason and Graham, tell me my dashboard looks like a Christmas tree, Grandpa, or just for a free tire quote. Call Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at Six Hill Road in Harrisville, Rhode Island, in the town of Burrowville. Again, 401-568-4463. And let's also put on an addition in Harrisville for the speed shop about five days a week right there. And they've also got an 800 number for the speed shop. Transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans. we got a nice big Buick LeSabre tonight that we're using. And uh, don't forget Belo's Flowers over here. We're coming in tonight. It looks like they got another trailer load of those uh, hardwood pellets for the wood pellet stoves from Canada. They got the best ones in around uh, 9,000 BTUs per pound, lower creosote and safe. And don't forget, Be Loose Flowers, over 70 years in business, best flowers around. You get them from a florist, and they last. If you've got a special occasion coming up, they were just out straight with the uh, Valentine's program they had. Ralph come back one day, and his cheeks were all red from delivering. And everybody said, oh, poor Ralph, he's almost 80 years old, and he's all windburned. Those weren't windburns. He was getting kisses from the girls, delivering all the flowers. And that's his story, and he's sticking to it, too. Belu's Flowers at 401-766-3165. Now, Graham, I know you're probably on a computer. You live on it all the time. Did you watch any of the truck race Friday night? No. Well, shame on you. You've got 22 more chances to watch them this year. But you can't watch them in New Hampshire. They're not coming. But the truck race started off speed week down at Daytona. And uh, number 98, Grant Enfinger... Uh, driving a Ford, 106-lap race extended, comes away with his first win of the year. And uh, let me see. That was the Energy 250 race at Daytona International. It's his third career victory in the Gandon RV and Outdoor Truck Series, Formula Craftsman Truck Series, and uh, his first race win down at Daytona. That is big, big on the resume. Unbelievable. Our next race for the truck series is going to be February 21st over in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. And let me see. The highlight of my year with them, uh, they haven't been up to New Hampshire now in a couple of years. But uh, Tony Stewart, since he bought Eldoro Speedway, my nephew, uh, little Paul Barber, little Paul, actually went out there and brought a sample of dirt back for me. Uh, they're going to be on Durant in the Truck Series on Thursday, July 30th in the midweek. And, boy, that's turned into a cash cow for Tony Stewart and for racing in general. Getting back to the truck race, Jordan Anderson finished second driving the Chevrolet. Uh, Chevrolet was third also with a brand-new driver, Cody Robach, R-O-H-R-B-A-U-H-G-H. First race I've ever seen his name in, especially in the top three at a prestigious race like this. Derek Cross moves up from the Arca Series for a fourth-place finish, driving a hot rod Toyota. And uh, Natalie Decker, well, we're going to have to add her to women in racing for 2020 as our first candidate. And that's the highest finish by a NASCAR a female truck, uh, well, truck driver in this case, fifth-place finish for Natalie Decker, driving the 44. And I'm looking through right here, uh, Johnny Sauter finished 7, a, four, a former winner. Uh, Brian was way back. Tyler Akram moving up from the Arca, had no luck. He finished 97 laps, 27 back. 
and I do not see Jennifer Jo Cobb on this with the uh, number 10 truck. So she may have uh, failed to make the race on that on the 32 truck field. Uh, the other race is still going on right now. We got it on, and we got another wreck going on that they're showing right now, too. Uh, the uh, Daytona race, like I say, was in the third uh, swing right now after Denny Hamlin won the phase two of it. Now, getting back to Thompson, it opens up with the icebreaker. We hope to see the number 10 in the Monster Mini uh, driving by uh, Keith Ballou, who's sponsored by Angels Collision Service. Please enjoy. You still have a constitutional right in Rhode Island to pick your body shop. That next fender bender, please think of Angels Collision Service. Do you get a little fender bender, come into a parking lot at a shopping mall, and now you get a scratch or a puck on the side of your car? I patronize the best body shop in all of Northern Rhode Island, probably the whole state, because of his expertise and color matching. We're talking DuPont Centauri's, all the new styles of paints out there. No more metal real bumpers. Everything's a vinyl facias. He can match everything up with his expertise. We're talking about Angels Collision Service at 274 Putnam Pike in Harmon. Rhode Island. Phone number is 401-949-3952. Carrying on a tradition of excellence since 1980. Rob Beauty and his staff do expert color matching, expert body work. Did you know you have the right in Rhode Island to choose your own body shop? Don't be misled at the scene and that heated moment. You have the right to pick your towing person and also your body shop. Did I tell you they specialize in insurance work and will work with all agencies? Rob has operated the shop the past 23 years and has grown with all of the changes in our industry. So that next fender bender ought to catch that rust just in time or to go a couple years without a car payment or a truck payment. You just want to change the color. Call Rob at Angels Collision Service 274 Putnam Pike. Again, Harmony, Rhode Island in that beautiful restored building. 401-949-3952. Secure parking. Lighted. A high fence all around for parking if you're waiting for an insurance adjustment settlement. He's got all the bases covered at Angels Collision Service. By the time you hear this ad, he's actually been in business 24 years and Climbing, and I was there today, and he had a full lot. What a great job. Also the proud sponsor of that number 10 mini stock at Thompson Speedway, driven by Keith Ballou. Local taxes and local jobs. Angels Collision Service. We're trying to monitor the uh, Daytona situ uh, situation down there. It looks like uh, Jimmy Johnson will not have a chance to win another Daytona 500 on his farewell season. He's out with the 48. Brad Keselowski was still looking for a big win down there, the number two. He's got a tremendous amount of damage. And Eric Amarillo, the number 10, it was a real dark horse in this top five car. A uh, lot of good quality cars taken out of this race. You know, a lot of people watch cable TV versus regular TV and the FM station, stuff like that, now with your rabbit ears. But uh, American Pickers with Mike and Frank and Storage Wars, uh, well, cable TV shows are pretty popular. And then they open up the boxes and they, oh, my God, look at those beautiful used sneakers or Nike sneakers that were stored away. You know, these things are really worth a lot of money. The sneaker outlet is open right now on Main Street, one socket. Uh, servicing the tri-state region. It's a destination store. The sneaker outlet is your one-stop shop from anything old to new sneakers. On top of the sale of new release sneakers, 
We also specialize in dead stock and refurbished sneakers. We also offer proper shoe care and refurbishment treatments as well as trade-in. Now, did you watch the Oscars about a week ago on cable TV? People had those, uh, you know, $1,000 tuxedos and all this stuff with designer sneakers. It's a fashion statement now with those big, expensive sneakers. You got some fancy sneakers, Graham? Yeah. What color are yours? Black and gold. Black and gold sneakers. They didn't make them when I was... Oh, he's showing me now. Oh, and he loved the commercial, too, when Graham said my uh, dashboard looks like a Christmas tree pepper. And boy, did he smile when he heard that. But if you've got sneakers and you're really into it, you know what I'm talking about. We the plug for the shoes down at the sneaker outlet. It's at 10 Main Street in Woonsocket, right-hand side of the uh, New York Lunch, uh, the most famous Coney Island winners in the world. Uh, 10 Main Street is the location for the sneakeroutlet.com and their retail store. He can make a trade with you. He does appraisals. He does repairs, refurbish anything in sneakers, upscale. Boy, he's got them right there at the sneaker store. Cereal's Pizza Rama and Restaurant has normally has that best breakfast from Tuesday through Sunday. While the big heart that Jimmy's got, he's back open today on his day. He normally rests up on Monday unless there's a fundraiser in town. And you know, Jimmy Ponte and his family and staff always come through. Today only, uh, Troop 1 Pasco Boy Scouts is having a chowder, C-H-O-W-D-A, and uh, Clam Cakes fundraiser today on 217 from 4.30 to 8 p.m. I've already called ahead, and we're going to get some white chowder, and we're going to get some red chowder and pick it up on the way home, and Graham can have some tomorrow for lunch because he's on school vacation. But also, Jimmy's got fantastic specials. Tuesday, all the kids are out of school. Hey, moms, this is a good one for you. Every Tuesday, a large cheese pizza, 16 slices, rectangle shape on a nice cornmeal crust. Only $6 every Tuesday. Take advantage of it while the kids are out of school. Also, if you need coalition or any type of catering, give Jimmy a call at 401-568-7187. He will customize a menu for you. 52 years in business, and I'll tell you, they're a class act, a nice family institution in Marable, Rhode Island, at Church Street at the Bridgeton Triangle. Also, Harvest Moon Health Foods, right on Route 21. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle. Gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks. Help your body to reinforce its immune response. Hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlean's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies. Consumer-friendly hours are Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. HarvestMoonHealthFoods.net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. 
Looks like they're in a red flag condition at Daytona, and they're doing an interview with Kurt Busch. He must have got involved in one of the, one of the accidents there today. It's such a, a carnage, uh, really, type of race down here in the super speedways. I hate to see it, but it's part of the superway racing. Now, we got a help wanted for cars, trucks, or RVs. That's right. If you go to 2008 or newer, car, truck, or camper, swing by Monday through Friday. He's 70 years old, so give him a break. 8 to 5 at the Western Hill Auto on Route 102, Broncos Highway in Nasonville, Rhode Island. That's Alan Hopkins at Western Hill Auto. If you have a 2008 or newer car, truck, or a camper, he's got a pocket full of cash. He loves to have two or three vehicles there, have some, or more than that. Something to sell there, especially if he finally has to retire some of his customers' cars. It's also got an oil change special and Rhode Island State inspection. Now, I did my big book signing Saturday over at the Cumberland uh, Expo at the library. And every time I attend one of those events, you know what happens, Graham? I come outside like a Thompson. Now, what happens when somebody starts kicking the tires in the parking lot or slams the top of the roof? What do you think he did? He forgot his keys and the key fob in the car. So he got locked out. And now Graham's laughing over in this. He's in a seat over here, and he looks like uh, David Bowie in ground control. He's surrounded by all these computers having a ball. So you know when that happens, you're not going to call your ex-wife. You're not going to call Ghostbusters. You should be calling Larry's 24-hour towing. That's their job. 401-568-6286. They also have the tow vehicles and the push vehicles at Thompson Speedway right in the field. Somebody needs a jump start. They have the vehicles there, too. And Graham's giving me a big nod. He says, oh, I know who they are now, Grandpa. But Bartleville Motors and Larry's 24-hour towing on South Main Street. Uh, Used auto and trucks, new arrivals every day from a soccer mom van to a 4x4. Or how about Mason getting his first car? He's working now, so he better get a car that's got good mileage, right? Yeah. He's going to need the money for gas. And I'll bet you they have that, too, with Moreover Motor Sales. Owner Peter Drone and his staff also do expert body work and insurance estimates all under one roof at Moreover Motor Sales. Graham, you'd be proud of me. I got all my commercials in. And that's what makes these uh, shows so possible. Let's get into a little bit more information now on other races that were held down there. We talked about the Xfinity race. We're talking about uh, Daytona, which is still in progress. Uh, as you know, Ricky Stenhouse uh, made the change from the 17 to the 47 and was awarded the pole this year. That's a week in advance. They do it on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, 88 and Junior's old car, Alex Bowman, was right on the side of them there. Joey Logano, that does a lot here in New England, he calls Middletown, Connecticut home. Uh, started third in that race. He's also a former winner of the Daytona 500 and a former champion in NASCAR's highest level. Uh, before we left the house, number 24 in Jeff Gordon's old ride, William Byron was involved in a heavy damage wreck, so he is out of the race. Eric Amarillo in the 10, who started fifth and he was my dark horse, was right on the side of Jimmy Johnson. Both of those cars are out of the race. So it's going to be uh, who survives the big race. It looks like they're back in there now. And uh, no, they're showing replays of the wrecks again. We get some more information here on 
Seekonk Speedway, which is opening uh, first week of May on Sunday and then resumes the Saturday night racing. We have the Spring Sizzler that kicks off our Stafford Speedway's event this year. And also, we can't forget about Monadnack Speedway, a regular contributor to the show with an awful lot of uh, female drivers for our women in racing segment. Well, New Hampshire, as you know, Norm Wren is involved in a lot of tracks up there now and modernizing a lot of the tracks. And some of the guys race Friday, some of them Saturday. So they've made some changes up there with the modified racing scene so the drivers can accumulate points at the neighboring tracks. And they're going to have all kinds of ticket specials. If you buy ticket to one race, you may get a free one to the other track the next night or a discount price off it. So they're really trying some exciting things at uh, Lee, Star, Claremont, and uh, Monadnack Speedway up in that part of the country. So uh, keep that on your radar this year, especially if you're on your bucket list. And don't be misled by going to New Hampshire to the races. I usually sneak up to Monadnack Speedway three or four times a year and go right up to Worcester on I-190, Get on to Route 2 for a little while. It's just on the outskirts of Keene, New Hampshire, about an hour and three-quarter ride from northern Rhode Island. It's not that far, and it's got them exciting racing, and uh, it's also a NASCAR-approved track where they accumulate all the same uh, points on that in a separate fund that they have up there, too. Derek Griffith, what a great interview that was tonight. And Graham got quite an information here and actually talked to a driver. And uh, that did a lot of stuff down in Florida this week on the, to kick off the season on the racing season. If you would like to have a special driver or a special car owner interviewed on the race chatter, the communication uh, avenue is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. The voice sounds familiar. We've been on the air eight years with the outdoor scene. Our number one rated show in that time group our Reader's Choice Awards, our winner in 2018. And uh, Graham's getting tired. He's yawning. He's going to have some chowder here tonight. And maybe he'll sleep on the way home. You never know. Well, you'll dream about race car drivers. But also, you can hear me tomorrow at 9.05. And we are going to have the Author's Hour, uh, my newest show that I have at WNRI. And it looks like uh, Kyle Bush has got some big problems. Rowdy's got some problems in the M&M's car. I see him coming off the, on the side there, too, with a lot of smoke. A tight draft, his temperature is real hot, and it doesn't look like he's having a good day either. Okay, but uh, tomorrow morning, 9.05, the author's hour. We're going to talk about how to downsize, uh, getting up into retirement age, or maybe somebody starting to get sick in your family, how to go about getting your records in order in case somebody has to find them or handle the process of aging. It'd be downsizing your real estate, your investments, and getting the records in organized fashion to make it uh, the transition so much easier. And then the second part of the show, we're going to have a Boroughville uh, author that's come out with her very first children's book. And uh, she lives in Snake Hill Road in Boroughville. And uh, she's going to be talking about her first children's book on the second half of tomorrow's show. So tune in tomorrow, uh, 9.05 for the author's hour. And I'm looking at my clock. They've got a town council meeting coming up at 7 on Smoking 99.9 FM, WNRI. And I think i got just enough time 
I got a countdown over here, too, when I go up the year, Graham. Right over here with all my commercials. I don't want to play Catfish Boogie. That's for the outdoor scene. And I don't want to play uh, Just Fishing by Trace Atkins. You know what I think I'm going to play? One of the fastest hot rod songs I know. And this one's for you, Graham, because you did a great job. And he's giving me the weirdest look right here as a grandpa to grandson. But we're going to play a special dedication of Radar Love for Graham Baba. You did a great job, Graham. Thanks for coming in. Thank you.